So last week I talked about how crazy the situation of John the Baptist was, that he was preaching a baptism of repentance and people loved it. They were coming to him from all over. And, uh, but it wasn't a baptism of penance, but it was one that was a different vision, a different way of looking at things. It was not about living in the past. Most of us live in the past. It's not about being stressed out about being in the, in the present, but it's about future orientation. It's where God is calling us. It's the one who is to come. And as you think about it, you kind of wonder uh, what happened if people were so excited about that, why did it kind of peter out after a while? Well, John the Baptist figures pretty prominently this week as well, and so there's, there was a lot of commotion about what John was doing. And so there came a, a posse sent from Jerusalem to kind of find out what was going on. So that was this questions that they're asking him, you know, who are you? Who are you? And he answered that by not saying who he was, but who he wasn't. He said, well, I'm not the Christ. Now, why is that significant? Christ wasn't Jesus' last name. Christ meant Messiah, the Savior. I'm not him. Okay, are you Elijah? Another big deal. No, I'm not him. Are you the prophet? No. So then the third time that they asked, so who are you then? And he replied with a job description. He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. He quoted scripture to them. But then it also said, now some Pharisees were also sent. So the religious right. So they said, all right, so why are you baptizing? Like, it's kind of like, who told you you could do that? And his answer, I'm sure, either drove them crazy or made their blood run cold. I baptize with water, but there is one among you whom you do not recognize. Now, why do you think that bothered them? Thought you'd never ask. Was because they had in their mind what the Messiah was going to look like. They thought they had all this figured out, ironclad. We all like to be sure of everything. And when he said, there's one among you whom you do not recognize, he's already here. Emmanuel, God with us. He's already here. And they didn't recognize him, which meant that their idea, their concept, the information they had was inaccurate. Uh-oh, what's going on? What's going on? We have this compelling gospel on the Rejoice Sunday. And I think that it bids us to kind of look at in our own lives about what is it that we can rejoice in? Why do we maybe not rejoice more often? Now, if you think about it, in John the Baptist's time, there were people who fell away. And certainly we know that's true in Jesus' time. One of the places in scriptures, it says they, they went away because what he asked was too hard. And so the message that comes, what's the difference between follow it and rejoicing or not following it? I think it's one thing, and if you raise kids, you understand it. We don't listen to the voice. We don't listen to the voice. Now, in some of the other parishes, parents will say, you're not listening to me. That doesn't happen in ours, but it happens in some of the other churches. You're not listening to me, and why do we say that? It's because they're not doing what they're told. Well, same thing happens with us as human beings. Same thing happens with us in our relationship with Christ. Okay? We're really not listening. We're not listening to that voice crying out in the desert. And if we would listen more 
it would make a huge difference. If we would look for where, remember I've said year after year after year during Advent that Advent isn't a season, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle of looking for Christ. Christ is everywhere. There's never gonna find a place that Christ isn't at. Sometimes it's gonna be pretty hard, but there's never a place. There's a Sufi tale about a monastery out in the woods. And the monastery was dying. And the abbot had done everything he could to encourage the guys and strengthen them and sometimes chew them out, anything he could, but the monastery was dying. And in that same woods, there was a rabbi who lived as a hermit. And the monks would see the rabbi out for walks in the woods from time to time. And one day the abbot was out for a walk and he saw the rabbi and he goes, I'm gonna go ask him if he's got any advice for me. So he ran up to the abbot and when the abbot turned and looked at him, they both began to weep because the abbot knew and the, and the rabbi both knew that the monastery was dying. And the abbot said to the rabbi, you know, I've tried and tried and tried and nothing's working. He said, what, what direction can you give me to help save our monastery? And the rabbi looked him in the eye and he said, the Messiah is one of you. And the rabbi turned around and walked away. And so the abbot went back to the monastery and some of the monks had been looking out the window and they, and they saw the two of them talking. And so the monks said, well, what did he say? What did he say? And, and, the, and the abbot said, he said the Messiah is one of us. And so the brothers start saying, well, I wonder if it's Brother John. I wonder if it's Brother Andrew. No, I'll bet it's Sebastian. He said, oh, maybe it's the abbot. But one thing for sure happened. When they all started to look among themselves to see if the other was the Messiah, the monastery started to change. And it changed so much that younger people began to come and pretty soon after some years, the monastery was flourishing because they were looking for the Messiah. They were looking for the presence of God in each other. I wonder about us. I wonder about us. If that was something that we began to do. If we began to really listen to each other instead of talk, 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 but really not, you're not listening to me, but really, really listening. I want you to think this Rejoice Week about this. How do we listen to others? Do we listen to others as if they were the Messiah who was sharing their cherished final words with us? What difference would that make?